Amen. Amen. What a blessing. Um, that's the old past. And this is Brother Lee Whaley here with Crusading for Christ podcast and Crusading for Christ hour. We're here today to talk to you about this board back behind us. I started off with the Hebrews 9 and 27. Last time we talked about it's appointed unto man once to die and after death will come the judgment. And we talked about that. Today, I want to talk to you about the next verse down from that. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, and chapter 16, verse 25, which says basically the same thing. There's a way that seems right unto men, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. So with that said, let me make sure this is right here, okay. Um, With that said, I want to talk to you for a few minutes. There's so much going on today in our world. I just want to get off on a tangent on some things. But I got to stay on the main thing. And the main thing is reaching others with the message of hope, the uh, message of the gospel, the message of Christ. So today I want to talk to you about some statistics or as, what was it? I can't remember. But anyway, statistics that show some amazing things. I was kind of blown away by that. I mean, I kind of knew it, but I didn't know the exact number. Of course, these are approximates too but anyway i got a little sheet right here i don't know if you can see it good but right here there's a sheet right here and what it says there's approximately 4200 religions in our world 4200 religions in our world different religions but there's three religions <laughs> it's amazing out of 4,200, there's three religions that make up over right at half of the population of the world. Of the world. We're talking about billions of people. And of course, the number one religion, and I don't like even use the word religion because I don't like to feel like I'm religious, I'm a Christian. But the number one is Christianity. Christianity is 31.2% of the world's population. That's amazing to me. And then the next one would be Islam at 30, or excuse me, at 24.1%. 24.1%. Now, Judaism, well, these are the, the big three. They talk about the big three. But Judaism is actually number seven on the list, but I include that because we're talking about the Abrahamic children, the children of Abraham. These are These are his people. They're actually the number seven because there's Hindus and um, Buddhists and all kinds of other religions, uh, especially in India and places where it's highly populated, that make up a lot of uh, these other religions. But the t- but the but the top three that you hear about basically is, is is Christianity, and then Islam, and then Judaism, which is really at number seven. But I want to talk to you today about the importance. How important? How important is it? For us to talk about our belief to other people. I mean, when we go to church, like yesterday, Brother Kevin Williams, man, he preached a great message on on tithing and supporting the church. I mean, we're, that's what we're supposed to do. That's just, those are, the things he said are givens. I mean, anybody that's been in Christianity long enough, but, some, it's, it's, it, but you got to be, you got to be reminded. I mean, we do. That, uh, you know, this is what God wants us to do. It's, nothing is ours. Everything that, if we're Christians, the Bible says we're not our own. We've been brought with a price. That's what he's talking about in yesterday. It's in chapter, uh, 
3 of 1 Corinthians, where it's, or chapter 3 uh, and chapter 6, actually, where it says in 3.16, What know you not that, you're, that, you, that you've been bought with a price? And that price was, of course, the blood of Jesus Christ, and, the, and you're not your own. Your body is the Lord, just the temple of God. Hallelujah. And even he kept mentioning that, that the Spirit of God lives in us. So, what I'm going to talk to you today about is this Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12 and 16, 25. There's a way that seems right unto man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. So we have all these religions, and I mean, they go into cults, occult, Satan worship, all kinds of things. Everything, even atheism, atheism is a religion. Agnostic is a religion. They don't believe in anything that's a religion, that's a theology, that's a thought. So what I want to talk to you about today is some critical, critical things, really critical. And that's, I'm not going to talk about Islam and I'm not going to talk about Judaism. Uh, I'm not an expert in either one of those. Or I'm not saying I'm an expert in Christianity, but I've been doing this for 40, 46 years. 46. Yeah. 46. 46. Oh, I have four. Anyway. Uh, and so, what I have learned and what I do know, I know, you know, pretty good. So anyway, we have the truth that men need to hear. All right, here's something I'll tell you right off the bat. Do you know what the number one growing religion is in the world today? It's not Christianity. Even though Christianity is growing, it's not the number one growing religion. Islam is the number one growing religion. And... Um, so what are we doing? We're what does this say? We're saying as Christians are not doing our jobs. We're not spreading the word. So I'm going to talk to you about that. I want to talk to you about what the Bible says and where it says it. And hopefully it, it, uh, it'll help you, inspire you. That's what I, I want you to be inspired. Amen. Get excited. I mean, are you excited today about being a Christian? Well, I go to church and I give my $5 time. Boy, I love what Kevin said yesterday, I cracked up talking about the man that came down and complained about the service. Not that he told me, he said, that's what you get for a buck and a quarter. You'd have to understand that. That is so good. And uh, and I loved it. I just thought I'd throw that in. I'm not chasing rabbits. I just liked it. I liked it. So anyway, so we, we have what the world needs to hear. And um, and since you are the temple of God now, we don't go to the church to meet God. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. We are the children of God. We've been justified. We've been sanctified. We've been redeemed. We've been regenerated. All them words in the process of uh, being saved. So in, in that process, God puts a desire in our hearts. And there should be, if you're saved, you ought to have the desire to share and spread the gospel. Now, let me tell you some scriptures. Um, for sure, there's John 4.35, and it says this. Jesus said, Say ye not, there's four months, and then cometh the harvest. He says, Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look out there, for the fields are white on the harvest. And then in one spot he says, but the labors are few. You see, we've got a field. I mean, everybody, everybody, according to the word of God, John 3, 16, right there, right there. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not what? Perish? but have everlasting life. So there's a motivation of telling the truth, telling the gospel, spreading the good news, so that people will be saved. And the Bible says you don't have to worry about finding folks. The fields are white under harvest. Everywhere you go, that means when you go to work, when you go to the shopping center, when you go to the mall. Of course, a lot of people don't do that anymore. But anyway, wherever you go, look for opportunities to share the gospel with somebody. Pray for somebody. Tell somebody that you love them. Tell somebody that God loves them, and therefore you love them. You say, well, I can't do that. Oh, you can. Um, and so there's there's so many opportunities out there for us to witness. And then I'm reminded, and I don't want to take forever on this, but I'm reminded of Matthew 13, 1 through 9, where Jesus talks about the parable of the sower and the seed. And he talks about how the sower went out, and he sows the seed, and some of the, some of the seed fell on the wayside, and some of it fell on hard ground, and some fell on weedy ground, and some fell on good ground. Listen, it's just like anything else. Not everybody you talk to is going to be saved. But just go, but do it anyway. Because planting the words, you can't save them. Only God can save them. But when the seed is sown, when it's sown into their hearts, the Bible said that God... You know, we come along, and the Bible talked about that in Corinthians and all that, about how that, you know, uh, Paul sowed and Paul watered, but it actually, it's God that gives the increase. God's the only person, the only, the only God that can save. The rest of us, we just sow the seed. So the sower and the seed, sowing that seed, telling others about Christ, what's the seed, the good news, the gospel, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that Jesus Christ is God, that Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world on a cross, shed his blood, shed his blood. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Hebrews 9, 22. And so without the shedding of that blood, there's no remission of sin. And when it was settled, when Jesus died, it was done. It was settled. It was over. And he hung his head and he said, it's finished. No more sacrifices in that Kindred Valley over there in Jerusalem. The, the blood ran down into the river and it ran out of the temple constantly because they were constantly sacrificing bulls and sheeps and lambs and doves and all these other uh, animals to bring redemption to mankind. But now Jesus paid the price. Jesus died for all sins of all men everywhere for eternity. Amen. All the way back to Adam and Eve. And that's in Genesis 3.16. Note. Whew. Amen. So the fields are what under harvest. And then in Matthew 28, the Bible talks about that. And Jesus says to his disciples, he says, I'm giving you all the power, all the power. I mean, just think about the power of God. It's in you. It's in your soul. It's in your body. It's in this temple. And the power of God gives us the ability to preach the word of God with power. Now, Satan's going to do everything he can to hinder you. He's going to, number one, make you afraid to say something. And if you're afraid to say something, you, you, you're not going to be worth anything. And I don't mean to be ugly. Now, I'm just being honest. You've got to get over the fear. And fear is a lack of faith. Faith gives you 
the ability. Faith gives you the power. Faith gives you the understanding that we are the children of the living God. That we are the ones that, and the Bible says in Psalms 34, 7, there's an angel of the Lord that encamps about every one of his children and protects us. He protects us. And he got plenty of protection. So get out there and spread the word. Sow the seed. And that was part of, the, of what Jesus talked about in Matthew 28. Teach them to serve all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And he says, I'm with you even until the end of the world. So we know that the Bible teaches there's a field that's what unto harvest. These are people. The labors are few. We're the labors, but we can be more. I mean, we should not, Islam should not be growing faster than Christianity, especially since Christianity is bigger by population and by people than Islam. We got to do our work. We are the ones that's got to make the difference. Psalms 30, uh, excuse me, Psalms 126, 5-6. The Bible says, they that sows in tears shall reap in joy. Hallelujah. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth weeping and bearing precious seed, the Bible says, will doubtless again come rejoicing and bringing his seed with him. Listen, one day when we get to that great city of God, hallelujah, and we walk into that place called heaven, and praise God for all these years that you've been sowing the seed and witnessing the people, and those souls will be standing there, and God gave you the opportunity to win them to Christ so they can be standing there too. Oh, listen, it's going to be the most joyful day that man has ever seen. You see, they talk about the greatest day. The greatest day is yet to come. And that's when God takes to harvest. I mean, these old saints of God that I was, I mean, I got this to thinking about the other day. Some of my best friends are already gone and they're on the other side. Some of these great preachers are on the other side. And Adrian Rogers was one of my favorite. He's on the other side. Danny Waters, one of my great, he's on the other side. Uh, I mean, these all all these people and Buddy, my best friend in high school, Stan Hearn, my best friend there, Mike Warmack, they're on the other side. My mama's on the other side. My there's a lot of my family there. I'm looking forward to going, but let's not go alone. Let's bring them all that we can with us. He that goes and it says weeping and bearing that precious seed. Shall surely come again, Dallas, rejoicing, bringing his seed with us. Listen, that's going to be one of the greatest days you've ever had when you're going down the golden streets of glory, kicking that gold dust up and shouting hallelujah to the Lord of Lords. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Amen. And the King of Kings. And there you are with all your old friends. Never to die no more. Never to suffer no more. Never to be in pain no more. What a day. Oh, what a day that's going to be. Hallelujah. I may get the old pass. To say, <laughs> they'll probably sing that one. But anyway, listen, y'all need to go and listen to their music too. I meant to say that. They're, they're just a great group and we love them. And uh, download their music. The old pass. Whew, praise the Lord. And then the la a couple more here. Daniel chapter 12, those who are wise, it says, shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those that turn many to righteousness like the, the stars forever and ever. And then in Proverbs 11.30, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life, and they that win souls is wise. Folks, we got a job to do. We need to tell others about Christ. Hell's a real place, but so is heaven. Amen. 
Are you going today? Do you know Christ is your Savior? Do you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you don't, maybe God's talking to you right now. Maybe you're out there, and this is my heart. This is what I want you to do. I want you to listen to me today. I want you to partner with me in prayer. I want you to partner with me in, in my ministry, because this is my ministry right here. Uh, this podcast and my website, www.crusadeforchrist, I got that one now. Pray for me. Please pray for me. And uh, I'm doing some other things that are really close. I've got some good news coming. But uh, let's pray together, and let's ask God to save those last ones. I mean, this is it, the harvest. We're at the, we're at the goal line, folks. You can tell it. I mean, our nation is going down fast, and we may not ever never have an opportunity to do this in public again. There's so much more I want to talk about, but let's pray. Father, we do thank you for saving us and giving us eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But there may be one out there right now. There may be somebody now listening to my podcast or watching this on YouTube and and they're not saved. I just want you to pray this prayer. If you're not saved today, pray this prayer. Say, dear God, dear God in Jesus Christ's name, please forgive me, Lord, and mean it. Lord, please forgive me my sins, repentance. Forgive me my sins, Lord, and come into my heart and wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to serve you, Lord, and I'm going to love you, Lord, and I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. Lord, I want to be that child of God. Lord, I want to wake up in glory one day after a while. And Lord, I'll thank you and save them, Lord, and bless the saved in Jesus Christ's name. Listen, folks, thanks for listening. See you next time. Proverbs 14, 12, 16, 25. There's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death.